Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Thanks to our good friends at Hyundai and Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game and they have certainly supported many or most sporting organisations around our great state. Okay, nothing else to do but introduce Captain Grumpy Pants. Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch, shaka-laka, shaka-laka, shaka-laka. G'day, Rooch. How are you, Kim? Good, mate. You sound, ready for it? Sound you very strapped yourself in. You're sounding very Australian. Wow, what a day. What am I strapping myself in for? He's back. Oh. He's back, Kim. Sorry, Graham from Brisbane. We don't get political. He's back. Have absolutely no time Leads for that. Leads the news bulletin. Thanks, Sam Fantasia, for bringing us up to date. Sam Fantasia. Yep. Self-indulgent. Not no, Sam. Not Sam. <laughs> Narcissistic. The, Goose. The Don is back. Oh, I'm not watching TV for the next, what is it, 2024? Two well, years. It's got a fair, <laughs> fair bit to run. Can we start on something positive, Rooch? Why would you bring that up? Well, it's newsworthy. Well, we're a sports show. Now I've been cornered into well, making a, fair a bit po- of sport in that too. political <laughs> statement. Oh, well, why not? <laughs> hey, good show coming up. Looking forward to it. We're going to be busy, Roach. Are you up to it? G'day, yes. kids. All the school kids just knocking off. What time Rick. did you used to knock off school? I didn't get out of school till four. No. I, that's why you're so... No, yours was probably detention, Roach. Yeah, remand centre. <laughs> um, I can't remember. It was too long ago. It was 3.30 we used to finish. Oh, Really? Wasn't it? I'm sure I didn't get out of school till four. No, no, you would have been kept behind, Ruth. Chalk on the board as well, none of this laptop stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. the era, era, era we grew up in, Ruth. That's Rich. right. Was. Was. Good old days, Kim. Oh, fair <laughs> income. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Go on. What have you got for me? <laughs> Thank heavens we've only got two weeks to go. Um, 3.30, we're going to have a chat to Andy Marr. Now, he co-hosts SEN's The Run Home, yes. which is a show just like ours that you can hear on um, 11.16. Just as uh, silly at times? Well, probably a bit more humorous than us, Roach. Uh, <laughs> he also hosts The Front Bar. Now, that returns tomorrow. They're doing a year in the review. Ooh. So I thought it'd be good to have a chat to yeah. Andy just for something a little bit lighter. Uh, then we're going to get a little bit more serious at around 3.50. Phil Harper will join us from the Adelaide Football Club. It's been an incredibly tough and emotional week. And it's going to be a tough weekend as well on the oh, footy field for him against Brisbane. Yeah, mm. and also interested, Roach. They play 7-10 on Friday. We knew when they had the Melbourne game they flew out on the same day, but it's a lot different flying to well, I would have thought so, yeah. Brisbane. I yeah. would have thought the best preparation is to go up on the Thursday uh, have an evening light run, then a captain's run on the Friday morning, keep the girls busy, but yeah. I'm not sure. We'll I'm ask. Not, yeah, so we'll find out about that. Yeah. And we wanted to get this gentleman a few weeks ago, but he wanted to wait till he was relocated and settled. But uh, Shane Edwards, the new Crows development coach. Yeah, it's a great get. Richmond Premiership player. <clears throat> Got a lot to deliver in the space of one, their Indigenous space and all 
other issues that are there at Adelaide in terms of building that culture up to its strength. So he is a great get. I, I know there's a lot of people in SA football excited to know Shane Edwards is back on local turf. Uh, knows a lot of people at the Adelaide Crows that he had a lot to do with at under-18 level. Yep. So it is a true homecoming for him in, as such. A three-time Premiership player, All-Australian in 2018. Mm. And I'm really looking forward to Roach, our favourite, Matty Rendell, the list guru. We gave him some homework yesterday to give us the five best ruckmen in order in the last 40 years. From 1980, the last 42 years. And also, supplementary question, the current three best ruckmen. We think, oh, currently. Yeah, we think Gorn will be one. Yes. Who's two? That's a great question. It's not Luke Jackson. Hasn't done enough no. yet. No, it's a very... Natanui's been wrecked by injury, hasn't Yeah, he? so currently, who would you rank as the top three you can have your say on that. We're live and interactive. Well, Todd Goldstein, even though it's at the end of his career, still has been pretty effective. On form? Yeah. I'd have Timmy English probably in the top three. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, well, Matt Matt would know the craft, so he'll give us his answer quite clearly. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. So if you want to talk about it, uh, we have phones here. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. So they are the guests coming up. But, uh, of course, everyone out there that's having a listen and has an opinion, uh, you are the uh, the mainstays of our show. So get involved. Roach, will go around the grounds. It's a little quiet today, but some good news at the Hawks. At the Hawks? What are you telling me about the Hawks? Oh, fair dinkum. I know they've made a lot of money in terms of selling all their gaming venues, $32 million. <sighs> James Warple. Yes. He's on his way back. Where do you go at these meetings oh. that we have there, Roach? Uh, he's had shoulder surgery. Yeah, he's uh, he's ahead of schedule right. and he should be right. For I was the... reading about all the money they're making and all the brawling they're doing as well at Hawthorne. Well, how about turning your ears on then? All yeah. right, the W Awards, what's happening there? They will be on Tuesday next week where we will find out all the award winners, including the still unnamed Brownlow medal that they have. It Who... will one day be named the Aaron Phillips medal, won't it? I think so. But the longer it goes on and you look historically, there'd been a lot of pioneers that came before her to give her the opportunity to do what she has done. Oh, I think it'll be named after her. I'm happy if it is, but I believe there'd be some reasonable arguments. If it got down to the modern era, it's her or Daisy Pierce, and I think it's Aaron. No, it's Aaron. Plus so you don't the first pay one. respects to anyone prior? That have been playing for years and years. Well, then you could have done that. And you could have done that from the beginning. Then, I mean, Debbie Lee's the first mm. person put into the National Hall of Fame. I would have thought by the time you're looking at that award and what it represents, it's Aaron Phillips, surely. Have your say on that. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. We heard from Rory Sloan yesterday. He still wants to be captain. Well, that's an interesting debate in itself. Like we saw Adelaide went through a pretty uh, strong rotation of the leadership group. Then they added Jordan Dawson in this year, and he made such a strong impression in his first year at Adelaide. Does does he become a contender? Do they say, Rory, concentrate on your comeback from a serious knee injury? He's gone pretty well to the point of whereby he's going to be in full training as soon as the young crew arrive shortly. Yeah, I think that's next week. That's the first to fourth year players. Is he better off being fully focused on recovery, getting into this side, and where does he fit in this team, mm. and leaving the captaincy and all those duties to someone else? What would you do? He's not going to. What gonna, would you do? 
If I you were the club, I, if you were the club. I think it's time for a new era. Yeah. I, I wouldn't object to Jordan Dawson suddenly being their captain. And Rory understands those conversations will take mm. place, but he's very keen to hold on to the captaincy. No different to what Travis Spoke did. Mm. You know, at some stage you say, well, it's time for a new era. Still be part of it. Still have his experiences work with those new leaders. Exactly. Yeah. That mightn't be a bad time to make that. Move. I think it would be the way to go. If you're a Crow <clears> supporter, uh, would you like Rory to stay on as captain? I can understand the emotion and the sentiment with it. 1300 736 736 or send a text on 0427 Have you worked out where he's playing? I haven't yet. But if we go to the extra player, that's not a sub. Mm-hmm. Um, he can be a pinch hitter like uh, Joel Selwood was for not the last half of the season when he played a bit off the bench just to preserve him. Yep. He's still a beast at winning the football. Yeah. Just doesn't have the leg speed. But uh, it'll be hard to get in there. Is he ahead of Matt Crouch? Oh, now you've rattled the chain, haven't you? Thrown it in there. What time wow. are we? 3.10. Got it in Gee. already. <laughs> hey, some, a few days. Some big news for our favourite jockey, Jamie Carr. Now, in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. they have what is known as the International Jockey mm-hmm. Championship. It will be on December 7. They have 11 jockeys to qualify through a Hong Kong racing system, you know, the best jockey or the premiership mm-hmm. jockey. Yep, for the, the local other, jobs. Yeah, the other nine are invited from all over the world. This one's being built up as the battle of the two best female jockeys around the world. So you've got Holly Doyle from Great Britain, who is going there third or fourth time. She's been there a few times. Yep. Jamie Carr. Now, you have four races and you get points. 12 points for a win, six for a second, four for a third. So it's like a match race competition, and we'll see who is regarded as the best jockey in the world. I can tell you a lot of the other jockeys that come from all around the world mm. and the ones that uh, race there on a regular basis for very, very big money, and our yeah. own David Hayes is training there, and David Hall's been there for a long time. Mm. They'll have a bit to say about uh, Holly Doyle and Jamie Carr. She's never ridden there before. It's a really tight track. Have you been there, Rooch? Hong Kong I've been to, but not to the track. Oh, it's a, it's a wonderful. It's one of those things, even if you're not into racing, you go there for the occasion, yep. a bit like Oakbank. Yep. It is a celebration of absolutely everything. It is party central. It is one of the great places to go for a night out, whether you like racing or not. It's mm. a big event. So right. December 7, the International Jockey Championship. We wish Jamie all the very best. We're up and away. Uh, we'd love you to get involved. It's 12 past three. Just a reminder, Andy Marr coming up at 3.30, Phil Harper at 3.50, Shane Edwards at 4 o'clock, and Matt Rendell at 4.35. This is Kimba on the Roots. The run home, thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 18 on a Wednesday afternoon. We're here thanks to Hyundai Tech Drive, a Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. They are wonderful vehicles. Uh, Andy Marr coming up at 3.30, Phil Harper 3.50, followed by Shane Edwards and Matt Rendell. We're going to ask the big fella, the list guru, to give us the top five ruckmen of the last 40 years. If you want to give us your top five, send us a text, 0427 and the supplementary question is, who are the three best ruckmen right now in the game? I think we've all got Gorn at number one. Send us your thoughts on that. Roach, you've attracted some interest from Chopsy from Cheltenham. He says, I thought you were mates with Lysett, 
Rucci. He calls you Rattlesnake Rucci. Mm. Um, yeah, that's from Chopsy. I'm presuming that's because you didn't put him in your top three. Well, he was out for much of the year, wasn't he? All right. If he's fit, is he in your top three? Well, it would be Gorn. It'd be Goldstein in there. Who is the third? I'll go Timmy English. Give us a call. We're probably wrong. Hey, last night, uh, Australia won 2-0. The Matildas beating Thailand. They were expected to do that, Rouge. That's in preparation to their World Cup, which gets underway on July 20 next year. Let's have a listen to the goal scorers, uh, Hayley Rasso and Sam Kerr. Murray's ball delivers. Kerr's header and Sam Kerr scores. Here's Rasso with Emily Van Egmond. It's a good ball back for Rasso, who's just got too much pace. Well, she showed a clean pair of heels to the opposition. And we've got the Women's World Cup in Australia, New Zealand next year, mm-hmm. Kim. Adelaide gets to host four group matches and also one of the round of 16 matches. So we'll see teams such as Brazil, China and Korea and England. It'll be an interesting series, that one. Yeah. It'll and be the uh... most watched Sporting event of that time of the year. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, Australia's first game's against Ireland. That's on uh, July the 20, but it's not played That's here locally. Sydney. Yeah, in Sydney. Mm. Hey, we're ranked 13th in the world when you have a look at our grouping. Ireland on the 24th, Canada a 7th, and Nigeria 45th. So I think we've got a reasonable draw there. Yes. Um, oh, we've got a text coming through here. Not happy. Sean Darcy from Freo. Have you two wood ducks yeah. heard of him? Yeah, that's yeah a no, that's point. a fair that's a one. Point. All right, yeah. point made. No yeah. need to put it in capital letters. Yeah. Very, very aggressive. Uh, Three twenty at the moment. Hey, Matty Clark was on the breakfast show this morning. Uh, let's hear from the big fella talking about the approach to the Lions this weekend. Yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, last time round, yeah, they were clearly better than us. Uh, we had our moments, but but ultimately, you know, across the four quarters, they were pretty consistent. So, if we don't. If we don't play four quarters, we won't win. But uh, you know, in some ways, our season has mirrored that. We've been um, we've been really good in patches, but we probably haven't since the of previous seasons. So our, our challenge is just to make sure we bring it all into this game. And and while Brisbane have had an outstanding season and you know de- deservedly a favourites, um, it's not over till it's over. And you know, past performance is not a true indicator of future performance, as they say in the financial documents. So. Uh, We'll uh, we'll head out there. Uh, we've really, I've got a great belief in the group. Um, justifiably, uh, they've been in these situations many times and, and come through strongly. So uh, we look forward to the the challenge. And you know whether we'll change it up significantly, probably not. We might do a few things differently. Uh, but if we play our best footy, we're pretty confident. We... Sums it up pretty well. They they have found ways to win, but they haven't been the dominant of the past. And he says we've been in this position before, but unfortunately with what's unfolded this week, you don't know the impact. Yeah, Rich, emotionally we it would saw be draining. We saw the pros yeah. go through yeah. it with, with Phil Walsh, and they had that game against the Eagles, yes. and yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's hard to speculate how it's going to impact on them, but we, we hope it's in a positive way. Uh, and of course, we'll speak to Phil Harper a little bit uh, We later. don't know what Brisbane's like off a break either, do we? Yeah, that's another point. Yeah, Do yeah. they make a slow start? They are focused, though. Uh, I was reading some of the comments from the yeah. girls this week. Rich, it reminded me of Ross Lyme when he played the final with Freo over at Geelong. Mm. And they're using the same terminology, any place, anywhere. And I see others have picked up on the thought 
that you had, that Cairns would be the place for the grand final? Uh, well, they've got to get it sorted. It looks like it's going to be Metricon because the Justin Bieber concert has been cancelled. Oh, that helps. Um, yeah, so the, helps. the stadium is available. Um, but I, I would have thought if I was the Brisbane Football Club, I'd be pushing hard and getting in, into bed with the Queensland tourism and playing it in Cairns, if it's available. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least they've got options now. It looked bleak for a while. They couldn't get on the Gabba because we know how they protect the cricket square. They weren't allowed to play on their own home deck, the one that they're building and is developing quite nicely mm. because it hasn't been ticked off by the AFL yet. Should never have come to this, though. No, I agree with you 100%. Never. And you were onto it three months ago, yeah, Roots. It was a warning sign a long time ago. Need to go to a break. Mm. Kimbo and the Roots, thanks to Balfour's and Hyundai. Give us your thoughts. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Three twenty-eight on a Monday afternoon. The run home, thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. I'm a little nervous to inquire, Roach, but the Redbacks are playing West Australia in a one-day game at the Wacker. I would imagine. How well, are we going? They haven't collapsed. They're in first after forty-two overs. They're three for one hundred and ninety-four. Henry Hunt having made one hundred and three of them, off one hundred and thirty-seven balls with ten fours. But the run rate is 4.61. So mm. Jake Lehman is there on three. He's only been there for two balls. Thomas Kelly is there on seven after 11 balls. They're going to have to get it rocking and rolling because I would dare say the West Australians will be saying they're quite happy to chase anything under 230, wouldn't they? Oh, well and truly. Yeah. Uh, how many wickets down, sorry? Three. Only three down. Yeah, put your feet on the foot on the pedal. Mm. Hey, Henry Hunt and Wes Agars, uh, they are a chance to play for Australia yep. in the Prime Minister's yep. uh, team. Um, they, and along with young uh, Menenti, or not so young, middle-aged Menenti, uh, the only three South Aussies <laughs> actually performing at this stage. Uh, another text coming through on the top Ruckman, over 40 years. Oh, here we go. Uh, this is from Chris. This is what we want. Last 40 years. Here we go. Number five, Sandilands. Number four, Justin Madden. Number three, Dean Cox. Number two, Scotty Wine. Thought he might get there. And number one, Simon Madden. No Jim Steins. So we'll see how that uh, scrubs up when the big fella, Matty Rendell, does his at 4.30. No Primus. He's t- no, I wouldn't have had Primus in the... Top five of the oh, last 40 you, years. Well, you talk to a lot of Ruckman that say he was so imposing. Yeah, coming from a Portman Roach, sorry. No, that was Sean Wren, actually. He used to always res- Sean Wren. Who was the better Ruckman, Sean Wren or Matthew Primus? Well, Sean often tips his hat to Matthew Primus. Speaks of him in very glowing terms yeah, about yeah. how difficult it was to ruck against him. And Matthew Primus never says anything about Sean? I don't know. Just ask him. I'll ask. I'll Ask Matthew who he rates. All right. Hey, show your support, Roach. Yes. For McHappy Day by yes. purchasing a pair of silly socks for Maccas for only $5. Money raised will go towards Ronald McDonald House Charities as they continue to help seriously ill or injured children mm. and their families. So if you're going into Maccas, purchase a pair of silly socks, 5 bucks. It's for a wonderful cause. Ronald McDonald House do a brilliant 
job, a truly brilliant job. Used to be involved many years ago, Roach, and it's heartbreaking uh, when you see what happens there. But without Ronald McDonald House, life would be tougher for a lot of families. Indeed. 3.31, uh, Andy Marr on the other side of the news. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Just after 3.30, Kimbo on the Roach. We are live from Studio Lumo SA. All thanks to our great friends at Balfour's. What a company, Roach. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. They've been baking people happy since 1853. And our next guest makes a lot of people happy. No matter what platform he's on, Roach, he's the star of The Run Home in Melbourne, which is our show in yes. Melbourne with Andrew Gaze. And he's also the host of one of the most popular shows on TV. And it's back tomorrow night, The Front Bar with Mick Malloy, Sam and of course Andy Ma, whose sense of timing, I tell you, he's the whipping boy, Roach, but uh, it's Abbott, Abbott and Costello-like. He's an absolute beauty. Andy Ma joined us now. I was told it was the Three Stooges. No, that's the other two. <laughs> Andy's the whipping boy, but he puts it all on a plate for him. <laughs> okay. How are you, Andy? Not the Marx Brothers? I, 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 <laughs> I, I, set him up, I set him up and they knocked me down. So, uh, no, it's, uh, you know, got to know your role. It's like any good team, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you got to know your yeah. role and play to the best of your ability and when you're limited with your ability you, you still just try harder. Now you're being very modest yeah. and uh, you do put it on a plate for them and sometimes they even forget where they're going you have to repeat the line oh, it's beautiful to watch. <laughs> hey Andy you are back on, you're back on tomorrow night uh, it's the front bar all sports year in review where you're just going through the highlights of the year and the lowlights uh, who have you got on tomorrow night? Uh, Ash Barty's coming on, so I, I can't give too much away because we're awarding our, um, our you know, male and female sports people of the year awards. So I, I won't give anything away. Uh, and it's covered, highly coveted awards that they are. Uh, but amongst the many guests coming on the show tomorrow night, Ash Barty is going to be joining us. Ned Brockman's going to be joining us. Oh, yeah. Santa Chilaro is going to be joining us. So with a lead up to the World Cup and Ooh, a bit of football uh, nice. action that's been taking how, place, how, so there's everything to get through. How's he coping? You, you can let him know that Italy will not lose a game at this World Cup. Well, he he won't believe that because he he's a he's a devastationist. Uh, he always <laughs> believes that the worst the worst is just around the corner. So. <laughs> Uh, well, we're looking forward to the show. I think uh, many years ago we used to see the VFL, the year in review with all the highlights, so there's lots to talk about. Uh, here's some of the highlights we thought you might like. Nick Dacos punches it out wide. It eluded control. It falls for Hoskin Elliott. He's on the burst. He's kicked for half forward. Johnson presents. Young the spoil. Young wins the footy. Smothered from the side by Lipinski. Heroic deeds. McCreary lost the footy. Carlton lost the game. Well, uh, that's just very unfair. I've given up my time. I've given up my time to come on and talk to you two clowns, and you've done that to me. That's that's brutal. Andy, it is brutal. In all my years in football, I've never, ever seen something so heartbreaking for two weeks in a row with 40 seconds to go to believe you're going to be playing finals and to have it it stolen like it was. Have you you covered, and and seriously, can you believe what unfolded? Well, I, 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 I'm recovering, uh, and, and there's always a setback whenever uh, you two sue me what you've just done. So my, my recovery has now been set back a significant degree. Uh, It'll make you tougher, Andy. It'll make you tougher what's coming next year. 
Well, that's that's the thing, isn't it, Rich? You just think you want. We're all believers in this, you know, it'll make them tougher and it might have been the best thing for them and, you know, they get in, they might have papered over a few cracks and all those cliches that you use to, um, you know, to, to create a narrative one way or the other, but you've still got to come back and do it. And um, it's, a long, it's a long road to get to September and any number of things can go wrong. So in a perfect world, um, yeah, I, I think they'll be better and uh, they'll, this will be a springboard, but... What happens in the first four weeks of the year if Harry McCoy and Charlie Carr do anything? Oh, come on. You're talking about you know, Santo being, yeah. talking about Santo being well, a devastationist. What about yourself? Come on. It's all down the gurgler then, isn't it? That's what happens though, Andy, when you've had 20 years of pain, isn't it? You start to think of all the negatives. <laughs> Yes, I'm not having much fun here with you two. No, but let's, yeah, let's change tone. What happens? Twenty years, of, 20, <laughs> twenty years of pain. Yeah. That is exactly what happens. Two All right, years well, yes. we'll be the good guys. I know you can't give a lot away, but it has been an incredible year of sport. What have been some of your highlights this year that we may see so on the, the show? Yeah, okay. So the two standouts for me are not well. It's a national show, so we've got to kind of broaden mm. beyond the footy. I, I reckon Joel Selwood's grand final day and the lead up to the grand final, all the things that Seld was involved in. And then the way he played, the way he led, and the way he included, you know, a couple of people on the kind of Geelong periphery in the day was outstanding. But um, probably didn't make the final cut on the show. So so the two highlights for me this year were Cam Smith winning, you know, the 150th Open Championship, which is just magnificent the way he did it. And um, Steph Gilmore, you know, winning her eighth World Championship and doing it the way she did. You know, kind of new recast finals, you know, playoff rounds, and she was the last one in, and she had to serve. What was it? Serve five, kind of final finals, if you like, to get through to the uh, the the gold medal round, if you like, and then she she wins that. So they're, they're the two they're the two standouts for me. Though. Yeah, that's what you're saying now. I bet when Ash Barty's sitting alongside her, you'll be all over her like a rash, Andy. Well, fortunately, um, we're going to be doing a pre-record, so uh, oh. there'll be no rashing. <laughs> but uh, right. it'll, she'll be, but but it'll be, uh, we'll be, we'll be. I got to spend some time with Ashley when we when we went down the slide together, and um, she's just an absolutely superb mm. human being. So can, um, uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be nice to catch up with her again. Can we bet on your awards? Oh. <laughs> Have you got any leaks you want to help us with? No. Roots no, with a bit no of humour. <laughs> Roots cracked his first gag for there's the no year. Betting. No, Roots. There's no betting available. There's no three-two-one system in your awards, is there? <laughs> got any envelopes that no, might no. be floating around the place? Andy, tell no, me, tell no, me, no, please tell no, me that someone corrupt. on your panel will nominate or give an honourable mention to Paddy Mills and the Boomers' effort this year. Actually. That's a very oh, well, good just point. help you out there. Oh, that's a very, very good point. I don't know whether that made the final cut. I've got, we've got a meeting tomorrow morning, so I, I might make sure that uh, if no one else does, I might take credit for that. And give because that all Well, I didn't. I, did, I didn't stuff. expect you to credit us for it. It would have been nice though, given that we're colleagues. Hey, you on for you're back for two yeah. weeks though. So this week is the uh, tomorrow night's the retrospective, the year in review, yep. and then next week it's yep. the cricket edition, and there is a big summer yep. of cricket coming up on seven. There is, and so we're setting up, uh, we'll do our bit to help kind of set up, you know, everything that's coming. I mean, it's already started with the WBBL, and, you know, that's getting into its, the sec- well and truly into the second half of that season, uh, that series now. But then, you know, obviously the two test series against the 
the Windies and the South Africans and a whole lot of BBL action and heaps of other stuff going on. So yeah, there'll be um, you know we'll we'll do our obligatory and one-off cricket show and then we'll go into hibernation until um, mm. until February next year. Now, Andy, we all chase guests in this game. We have shows and we yes. want guests. I can imagine everyone's rushing to get to the front bar, but who is the one person who's being most difficult and you're most eager to get to the front bar? Oh, well, I'll tell you, it was, well, it was Stephen Michael, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then we got him. So, we, you know, legend, you know, yep. we, I don't need to tell you Great guys the Stephen Michael story. Yep. But Absolutely. Yeah, and, and we, we'd had him, he was coming over, and then COVID hit, uh, and then, you know, he's the travelling, travel bans for a while, and... And it looked like the horse might have bolted. And then we sort of, once once borders opened up again, we gave him another call and he said, boys, I'm, I'm, I'd be delighted to come over. So mm. um, he came over and it was just, you, 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 you know, sometimes when you're in the presence of greatness, you, just, yep. you sense it. Yep. Uh, that's what it felt like to be with him. And we, we badgered him for about two hours after the show upstairs and just got every story out of him we possibly could. And he was such a gentleman and such a great human yeah, being. And, he is. Um, it was it was a pleasure and a privilege to spend some time with you. And you had the rat on as well. I like that show. Obviously, I'm related to the rat. But uh, you asked the question, what were you, what were you like as, as a junior? Were you any good? And he said, oh, I kicked 15 in one game. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, the best South Australian comment we got all year was from uh, DJ Armin when we had he and yes. his brother on. Yeah. And, and the question was asked, why, why did you go to Hawthorne? And Darren just said, oh, well, the money. You know, like straight yeah. up, just yeah. answer the question point blank. They were great fun. They were, he was, Darren Jarman was a surprise. I always thought all the, you know, we know what Andrew is like as a media performer, but I thought Darren was a bit reserved, but uh, he he was um, he was magnificent the night he came on. Yeah, he is a funny bugger, no doubt about that. And so too is your show. It's The Front Bar. It'll be on tomorrow. You can see it on 7 and 7 plus. What time's it on? Uh, 8.30. Uh, that's the Melbourne time, so... Uh, adjust accordingly. Eight, eight or 8.30. Uh, one, 8.30 yeah. in Adelaide. No, sorry, 8 p.m. in Adelaide because we're going to go live on 7 plus, but 8.30 there on the go. mainstream channel of 8.30. Richie did a bit nice. of research there. I, caught me I like it. Really you can watch it twice. You can watch it on 7 plus live. And this, oh, that first <laughs> yeah. half hour was so good. Bit of overkill, I'm going to watch Richie. it again. Bit of overkill <laughs> there. Hey, Andy, before we let you go, you're a respected journalist. You're used to the hard questions. With the run home, your show that you're doing with Andrew Gaze, mm-hmm. you did it with Bob Murphy yep. before. Who did you prefer? Ooh. <laughs> well, Andrew Gaze is sitting alongside me, so I'll say Gaze. But if he wasn't in the room and Bob was here, I'd say Bob. So oh. I, I am I'm a pushover for any of that sort of stuff. So that's all right. He's now he's up now. He's now that he's heard his name mentioned, yeah. he's, he's a prick. So. Speaking of running, uh, no, they're both. Uh, are you no longer running in the AFLW, Andy? No, because work got when they changed the oh. schedule, work got in the way, and I couldn't. Yeah, so. Well, I'll give Nicole a ring. We'll sort that out. <laughs> oh, just a little bit of name dropping, Roach. <laughs> Roach still thinks he's got pull in the AFL. Yeah. Hey, Andy. Of, no, no. Thank you, Kimba. Yes. We appreciate your uh, time. We'll let you go back and do some work. I'll need to go and see my therapist after the first <laughs> couple of minutes of this chat. Sure. Today, Look, so. You'll, make, you, you'll yeah. make the finals. He'd, he'd be bulk billing at Carlton, wouldn't he? <laughs> Roach, the rider. You've exceeded, <laughs> you've exceeded your quota. That's two gags for the year. <laughs> uh, we apologise for that. Good on you, Andy. We appreciate your time. There he is, Andy Murray. He's an absolute ripper. He's a good bloke. That's why he's been successful. And you can see him, Mick Malloy, and Sam Pang tomorrow at eight.
and 8.30, depending whether you're watching it on 7 or 7+. plus. This is Kimba on the Roots. We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Crows General Manager of Footy for the AFLW program, Phil Harper, up next. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 3.52 on a Wednesday afternoon. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Just a reminder, Shane Edwards coming up at 4 o'clock. Matt Rendell at 4.35. And he's going to give us his top five ruckman since 1980. David be, Pittman get a mention? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he will. Oh. Uh, Johnny Kay sent through here this. He says, hi, guys. Not sure which era you're asking for, but the best five ruckman. But he says, Peter Carey must be in the top five that I've seen. Um, together with Simon Madden, Dean Cox, Jimmy Steins, Peter Moore. Now, Peter Moore was 70s, wasn't he? So we're going from 1980, Johnny, but tune in. We'll stay listening till 430 Massive game of football coming up on Friday night when the Adelaide Crows take on Brisbane Lions at Metricon in the prelim final. That gets underway at 10 past seven to find out a little bit more. We are now joined by the Crows GM of footy for their AFLW program, Phil Harper. Phil, appreciate your time. Uh, thanks for having me, Kimbo and Rich. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks. We're more, uh, we're look, more concerned how you're going, Phil. Yeah, Phil, before we get into the game, it's been an extremely tough week, an emotional few days with the tragic passing of Heather Anderson. We'd like to send our sincere condolences through love, strength and support to you and everyone at the club and all that have been touched by her loss. It's uh, very hard to comprehend. No, it is hard to comprehend. And, uh, yeah, no, it's been a bit of a difficult couple of days at the footy club, you know, particularly you know, girl, those girls that played with Heather you know, back in um, 2017. Uh, and, yeah, it is, it's hard to comprehend that um, we've, got to, we've got to move on, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have a nice tribute for Heather on uh, Friday night before our game. You've had to endure something very similar with the loss of... Phil Walsh, um, what type of support system, and we will move on, but how is everyone coping in terms of the preparation? Um, no, look, they're, they're coping all right. There's a, you know, a couple of the girls that are fairly upset. Um, and, and what we've... I, I think most of the time when, when these sort of things happen is um, you know, quite a few people are, are feeling upset and you know they sort of um, shuffle off and be upset by themselves. Um in, in fairness, we've had um, Chelsea Randall, uh, who, who gathered the crew from 2017, and they all got together, you know, including the girls who are now at Port in Ange and Aaron and, mm. uh, and Justine Mules, uh, and they all got together last night uh, to, to reflect together. And, and I, I think that was a really good idea because, um, you know, if you can, you can share that grief with other people, yeah. um, it, it probably helps everybody. Phil, we respectfully will we'll move on. We wish you all the very best there. Yep. Uh, when we spoke to you last time, you had an interstate game. You flew over on the same day. This is a little different now going up to Brisbane. It's a it's a longer flight. What are the plans for this week? Now, this week we'll go on the Thursday, so tomorrow. So I think we go into... We actually fly into Brisbane and then we'll, we'll travel down to the Gold Coast. So we, uh, I think we leave here about 1, get to Brisbane about 3... We'll be down at Metricon by four, 
uh, we'll have a bit of a captain's run, and then and then we'll have the day. Uh, we'll have some sort of activities on um, on on Friday to keep the girls going, rather than just sit around and do nothing. And we're we'll be staying you know right in the heart of surface there, so should be a bit to watch because school is weeks on, so that'll be interesting. Phil, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. does this become the biggest test of the season? It is Brisbane. A rampant Brisbane for scoring. They've rested. They're motivated. We know the history between the two teams. Can't build it up any bigger than what it is, can we? <laughs> no, no. Look, it's a, it's a massive test. I mean, to be honest, you know, Melbourne. Uh, we played Melbourne twice, and and they got hold of us twice, uh, yeah. and, and were better than us. And we played Brisbane the once uh, up there. It was only a few weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, and and they beat us comfortably as well. So. And we've pretty well beaten all the other contenders. So these two are the, the big hurdles for us to get over, Melbourne and Brisbane, um, starting with Brisbane Friday night. And, you know, the last time we played them, they were, they were way better than us. They ran the ball better than us. Uh, they were dangerous up forward with their small forwards. Mm. Um, and, and so, we, one, we'll have to play a little bit differently, which will be, there'll be a plan to play a little bit differently than we did last time and maybe some positional changes in that. Um, and, and yeah, we'll, we'll just see how we go. But yeah, that, they've been the best team in the comp for the whole year. But the good part about the preliminary finals, it starts in the law. And uh, if we can get going, I mean, the last time we played them, they kicked four goals, one to nothing on us in the second quarter. And if you take that quarter out, you know, we won the you know, we won the other three combined. So uh, we just we're going to have to be good for four quarters. Last time we were okay for three and mm. poor for one. Chelsea Randall would be chomping at the bit. <laughs> yeah, and she's been chomping at it for two weeks now, so <laughs> no, she'll be sitting, raring to go and, and looking forward to seeing her back in the side. Um, yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was an interesting last week. You know, the, the, the system was wrong. It took too long to, to make mm. that decision, and so we'll discuss that with the AFL and our own doctors. Um, you know, we're not saying it's all the AFL's fault. You know, there's... Possibly, you know, possibly we we all need to be better so we can make clear decisions earlier uh, that that makes it better for all parties. So we'll we'll do a bit of work on that, and hopefully we get that yeah, better be... next time. And look, in the end, though, um, you know, three doctors said there was a risk, and if three doctors are telling me there's a risk with one of my players, we'll never yeah. play them. So yeah. in the in the end, the right decision was made. So, so when yeah. you say Phil, it took too long, considering it was based on vision. You wouldn't have thought vision would have been difficult to find mm. and take so long to get. So where was the breakdown there? No, well, look, I think our doctors looked at it and, and thought that it might be all right. Um, the AFL doctors looked at it and contacted our doctors on the Tuesday. Yeah. They all got together on the Wednesday, and okay. then it was the Wednesday night by the time you know, they'd, they'd said, look, there's a bit of a risk here, so we think you're better off not taking it, which is fine. That that decision is fine. Yeah. But to go from a Friday night game to get to Wednesday to make yeah. that decision, um, we just got to tighten that up a, a bit. And that's not blaming the AFL, not blaming our doctors. It's a combined thing. Let's all work together to just make it quicker. Yeah, okay. it was a little weird the way it all came about. Uh, so was the actual game on Saturday, yeah. the qualifying game. And I don't know whether oh, to ask whether the girls would be heavy in the legs because... Uh, they got plenty of rest in between each quarter and break. <laughs> it, well, you're, you're right. It was uh, yeah, one of the most bizarre. Now, when you're old like me, you think you've seen it all. But mm. anyway, Saturday proved that's not the case. Um, and 
if you look at the GPS numbers from a game, there probably wasn't as much running as we've done all year because you know, we were playing in basically a swimming pool for the last three quarters. And, and as you said, there was a, you know, we, we started the game 45 minutes late, then we had 45 minutes for quarter time, then we had you know, the normal 20 minutes for half time, uh, and then you know, a, a swim around for the second half. So, um, yes, you know, there, it was a heavy conditions, but you know, they, they didn't do as much running as, as they would normally do in a game because it was hard to move the ball in those conditions. So, look, we, sh- we should be right, but you know, this is going to be a completely different game on the weekend because we're playing on a hard deck. I see it's 32 degrees on the Gold Ooh, Coast today, yeah. so uh, it's, it's a little bit different, although it's going back down to 22 and 23 in the next two days, which is probably more more Adelaide temperature for us. Yeah, and it always gets a little bit greasy with the humidity at Metricon, so maybe those wet conditions will play in your favour from last week. Phil, we really appreciate your time in what's been an incredibly difficult mm. week. It's going to be a massive game. The eyes of the nation will be on this one. It's one of the biggest games in the history of the AFLW since it started. The Crows take on Brisbane, 7-10 at Metricon. We wish you all the very best. Safe travels. Uh, thanks very much, and hopefully the footy gods smile on our girls. They're a great bunch of people, and uh, we love being involved with them. Yeah, thanks, Phil. I tell you what, Roach, no matter which way you look at it, their resilience will be tested. Indeed. Uh, once again, our thoughts to go out to everyone that's been touched by the uh, tragic passing mm. of Heather Anderson. If you're doing it a little tough, there's people out there. Uh, lifeline is 131114, or you can always log on to beyondblue.org.au. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Nearly four minutes past four. We are live from Studio Lumo. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Just a reminder, Matt Rendell coming up at 4.35. The list guru. He's going to give his top five best ruckmen in the last 42 years. And the best three ruckmen going around currently. I think we all agree. Max Gorn's number one for current situation. I'll be interested who his number one is in the last 42 years. If we do a list... Of best North Adelaide players, don't embarrass who me. Who went? Oh, sorry, <laughs> right, sorry. Oh, I went to the VFL AFL. <laughs> Our next guest is going to be in that list, isn't he? Well, I think he'd be well and truly up there. He's yeah. a three-time Premiership player. Oh. Played three hundred and three games for Richmond. He was an All Australian in two thousand and eighteen. He was drafted in two thousand and six. Reach, I think, at pick twenty-six. He's now working for the Adelaide Crows. I'm not sure if he's started yet. He'll be there as a uh, player development manager and part of the club's recruiting team. Titchy Edwards joins us. Shane Edwards. Hello, Shano. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. No, an absolute uh, pleasure. We You're finally to get... at Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm really glad to be here and grateful for the opportunity. So you're in Adelaide at the moment. Have you moved back with the family yet? Yep, yeah, we moved back on Tuesday. So, yeah, I've been at the club for three days now. Now, tell us about the well, three days. Have you done any work? Oh, well, it's a bit no, of get not to really. I've, yeah, just, yeah. I've, just, <laughs> I've just been meeting everyone and putting names to faces and vice versa. I believe uh, like, we call you Titch because that's your nickname. Why is your nickname Titch? The boys asked me earlier. Oh, everyone, everyone asked me this, and I've, I've never known myself. So, I. <laughs> I've been trying to come up with a good story for it, but I don't think it's a name that can really have a good story. So, 
Yeah, I've, I've got really nothing for you there. No, that's all right. You're the only titch I know. It's a, it's a good nickname. Hey, I believe it's a homecoming in many ways. Uh, there's a number of people working at the Adelaide Footy Club that you're involved with at under-18 level. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been really lucky because I actually knew some of the people already there. So like Matty Wright, who obviously mm-hmm. played at Carlton, Carlton and the Crows. Um, my state captain... Tom Hurley played games at Sturt. Yeah. Um, he's there. So um, Sam Jacobs, he's uh, obviously at the Crows as well. So, yeah, a bit of a homecoming, a bit of a, an under-18s flashback. So it was just magnificent for you, Shane, when you look at your AFL career because you were there for all the times we'd make jokes about Richmond and finishing ninth. You get premierships. When it all ended, how did you reflect on your career? Yeah, um, well, I suppose I, was, I hadn't really reflected too much over the journey because so much is happening and you're always looking for the next one. So I guess I'm just really grateful to to have lasted that long that I got to see I got to see um you know all the all the jokes and come out the other side of it. Yeah. So you know I, I, I envy the young guys that win win champion uh, flags early, but um, at the same time I'm really grateful to go through the hard times because it, it it did make it sweeter. In your three days at the Adelaide Crows, have you brought up 2017? No, I don't think I'll bring that up. If I don't have to, I'll just. I'm pretending. I'm pretending that didn't happen for a while. Well, tell us about tell us about the role, Shane. I player development manager and part of the recruiting team. So, what are you actually doing? So throughout the week, I'll um, I'll just be supporting the Indigenous players that we've got there, uh, men and women. Um, just um, it's more of like a, a mentoring role, and in the recruiting department, I'll be communicating with the with the team back back in Victoria, and um, yeah, scouting on the weekend and um, finding talent. So, men and women, we just spoke to Phil Harper. Are you heading up to Metricon for the girls' prelim? Uh, well, I'm not, but um, I'm uh, I've got my crow's colours on. That's for sure. <laughs> Shane, what were all your options once you decided that's it? You weren't playing anymore. Uh, well, it definitely wasn't to keep playing. That's for sure. Um, uh, in the in the PDM space and uh, in recruiting department, because I'd I'd done a few years at Richmond, um, mm. well, f- four or five years. So yeah, it would have been some, something in that. And uh, obviously, the the draw to come home um, with family and and uh, things like that really lured me back here. So it would have been something in that space, but. Um, I'm really grateful to be at the Crows. So you said it wasn't to keep playing, even though you're, what are you now, 34? You're lean and you're fit and you've got the skill set. A lot of people will go and play country or sandful. Your dad didn't try and twist your arm to get out to the doggies? No, he hasn't yet. And I'm actually pretty offended by it because he's, he's <laughs> someone that hasn't asked me. So mm. I've been waiting for dad to be like, come on, come play with us. He hasn't mentioned it. So obviously so, he saw the writing on the wall quickly. Um no, I'm I'm pretty happy. Um, Done. You know, not ha- hanging them up for now. And uh, recruiting takes up weekends, so I don't think the two can really coexist at the moment. Shane, I'm glad you made mention about the hard times that you went through because there are lessons in that that are worthy of passing on. How, how do you how do you fast track, particularly when Adelaide's in a rebuild, all those lessons you take out of Richmond to make Adelaide a better team, a better cultural group, a better club. Well, there's obviously a lot of things uh, that go into it and a lot of people putting time into it. But um, I suppose one thing is 
that you can never lose hope and um, you never really know what's just around the corner when it all just clicks together. So we've seen it happen um, almost every season where a team just really jumps up um, and there's really no no reason why it couldn't be any specific team if it all clicks together um, at the one time and you don't lose hope. It's been five years since Adelaide played finals. That's been unheard of since the club started. Uh, how do you see their list at the moment? Yeah, it's a, it's a really exciting list. It's uh, I've got a lot of young talent on the list and some some uh, older players that are playing really good footy. So, um, like I said, you never know. You can you can't put a ceiling on things, but at the same time, it's um, just stick sticking to the process and. Obviously, taking a one week at a time to see uh, see how you go in the end. We got Matty Rendell coming on a little bit later. Question without notice, given you've just come out of the game. Um, who's the best ruckman in the game at the moment? Can you give us your top three? Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I'd probably go. I'd probably go Max Gorn. Yeah, that's, one. That's pretty. That's pretty simple. Um, maybe. Oh, you're gonna have to throw some out for me. Uh, Darcy um, um, English. Oh. oh I really liked um, Tom Hickey from okay. Sydney. He had a really good season. Um, and, yeah, good one. Um, I reckon Tim English is one of my favourite ruckmen. I love his skills. But, um, yeah, there's actually a pretty good young crop coming through mm. in the AFL. So, Max would want to watch out. And you didn't, you didn't name the $10 million man that's just gone to Frio. Mm. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, he, he's ruck slash forward. So, yeah. he's probably a different kettle of fish, to be honest. Shane, I'll throw you a question. I reckon you've been asked a million times, whether it be in the media or even with people in the street. But Dustin Martin, how do you look at him as a as a teammate, as an AFL footballer, and just as Dustin Martin? Yeah, it is. It is the millionth time. Um, <laughs> he's he's completely unique. He's um, he's a really really genuine person um, and a really really good teammate as well. Cares a lot, and I've, I haven't seen a, a, a stronger competitor than him uh, throughout my time. He, he just has to win everything, and that's why he's so great. He's um, he's obviously gone through uh, some really tough times over the last year, and he's got a lot of support um, at Richmond to get through that sort of thing. But he, um, yeah, I can see him still playing some really good footy ahead of him. He's obviously played arguably some of the best footy ever, so. He's uh he's completely unique to anyone I've ever seen, and um, I'm glad I got to see that up close. Mm. Will he be a one club player? Uh, I can't I can't see why he wouldn't be. He probably should be a one club player. Well, Shane, welcome back to South Australia. Um, all the Crow supporters and uh, even the Roach thinks it's a wonderful get oh, for the Adelaide Football get. Club. So uh, we wish you uh, all the best. Where are you going to? Uh, Domicile, where do you think you'll end up living, having lived in Melbourne for so long? Well, I've got no idea. I'm actually a free agent, so I'm, everyone uh, at the club so far has been pulling me this side, pulling me that side. So, I don't know. I'm, I kind of can go anywhere. It's, yeah. uh, it's exciting. Well, we wish you all the very best for the uh, new gig, and I'm sure we'll speak to you throughout next season. Uh, have a great Christmas, and thanks for jumping on the line today. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Shane Edwards there, his dad. I wonder why Greg hasn't run yet. What's he thinking? (laughs) Because they've been... Ponderosa. Yeah, they've been very proactive with their recruiting. Or should he go back to North?
Um, Should Jacob in- Surgeon be ringing? Well, it's interesting at 34, and it's like he said, doing the recruitment role that yeah, takes up the weekends. Busy, but yeah. it doesn't. It sounds like he he's had a fair run, and that's it. And it's been a very, very good run. Yeah, it? and and you don't do your body any favours, do you, when you keep playing after that age? The way that Richmond play too. Yeah, you have a target on yeah. your back. Uh, yeah, no, that's a great get by Adelaide. All those, all those experiences he brings to West Lakes from Punt Road, that fast tracks a lot of players. Yeah, he'll be an absolute beauty. Mm. Need to take a break. Uh, just a reminder: show your support for McHappy Day by purchasing a pair of silly socks from Maccas for only five dollars. Money raised will go towards Ronald McDonald House charities as they continue to help seriously ill or injured children and their families. They are a wonderful organisation. So give generously next time you go to Maccas. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 419, we're live from Studio Lumo SA. Appreciate their support, as we do from Hyundai and Balfour's. Matty Rendell at 435 will give us his top five best ruckman for the last 42 years. And the supplementary question is the three best going around at the moment. Should be really interesting because he was a wonderful ruckman himself. Indeed he was. More than wonderful. Our Redbacks do like it when it's quick and fast, and they have done extremely well in the eight overs since we last gave you an update. They have finished at six for 266. No, not good enough. You don't think it's going to be enough? Well, we're Run rate they're, of five, they have six three, wickets two. in hand, or seven wickets in hand, five. So they've put on about 70 runs for those last eight overs. Can you? Yeah. Or are they just going a bit too slow early? Do we want a coffee on it? No, no, no. no, I'm not touching anything with the Redbacks. Going to settle the two yo before we. No, I'm not go touching anything with the Redbacks. All right, then. Anyway, Jakey Lehman, 37 off 25 after Henry Hunt put on 103 in his 137 balls faced. All right, what if Will I be what, enough? What if I back the Redbacks? Would you take that bet for a coffee? Yeah, I'll take that. No, I'm not offering it. Right. I just it was a what if. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all righty. Um, the greatest goal kicker to represent the goal, scorer. goal scorers, to represent the Socceroos, is, was one of our questions. Tim Cale. Tim Cale, kicking. Scoring. Don't say kicking because you can get him with headed. Head. All right, Don't then. Rookie mistake, yeah. No, scoring. Pick us up. 51, one. No, 50, sorry. 50. 50, 50, 50. Right. Sam Kirk scored one last night. She's up to 61. 61, but she has done 116 internationals. Yeah, uh-huh. so it, it's a lot more. Uh, Tim Cale has a new title now. He is head of delegation for the Socceroos. Chef de Michon. Yeah, head of delegation. Yeah, well. That just needs your lazy person. No, you're the <laughs> you chef. You delegate. De, chef de Michon. That's his title anyway. Uh, he's been working for the last three years at the Aspire Academy. It's recognised as one of the world's leading sports academies. Well, I wouldn't be short of cash there. Yeah, he's based in Qatar, and that's where the Socceroos are based. He addressed the Socceroos last night. I spoke oh. really well, Rouge. Now, this goes for two minutes, but have a listen to him talking okay. to the Australian players. Firstly, I want to say thanks for giving me the privilege of being involved in the lunch and being here with you guys. I would say why. Why are you here? It's the most important thing, you know, why you play for your country, the badge, what it means. And at the same time, I would think about the players that are not here. It's a very emotional journey. I was fortunate enough to be part of four World Cup campaigns and it was mixed. But you guys are here because these are professionals, one. 
Second, you're passionate about what you do, but also the fight, the fight for your parents, for your kids. For me, it's not going to be about what I did, it's going to be what you're going to do tomorrow. It's what you're going to do today. It's how you're going to affect each other. Because psychologically, we can talk about this and say, you know, the run was hard. We drew to China, we drew to Oman, we should be there, but we're not. And we weren't there the last time when we, drew, when we lost in Japan. And you're in the same situation now, when I was standing on the pitch, and I knew that if we just got a draw, we'd be going to a World Cup. And Japan were in the middle celebrating. I stood outside by myself, literally um, crying inside, saying, I'm gonna make sure we get to another World Cup. The biggest games of your lives ever ahead of you is on behalf of your families first. Your families, think about them. And then your country. 20, 30 million people sitting at home waiting for you guys to deliver something that the other generations delivered. You all play in some of the biggest leagues in the world. You play in the A-League, you're all very competitive. But what matters now is, are you gonna go that extra mile to fight for each other? Just don't be a nice footballing team. That's not us. Don't be nice players. I told it to the leadership group the other day. Don't be easy to beat. Don't be bullied. Have a bit of pride with who we are as an 11 or as a 16. I think that was quite powerful. He was also playing the harp whilst addressing I the players. I doubt that, Kim. <laughs> it's an extraordinary story, the Socceroos, to look at the way in which they have had to all... Tim Cale's right. Always had to fight to be among the world's mm. best at a World Cup. Keep thinking of the spirit of Johnny Warren, the soul of Les Murray, who yep. adopted Australia True. under difficult circumstances, the way he had to leave home. We built something magnificent by 2006, and we've had to fight again to beat another World Cup. I hope that does leave an impression on the players that they would have making to, the World Cup is something. But they've got to really fight hard now to keep up what is Australia's reputation. I don't think we'll ever win one in our lifetime, Roach. Never say never. Never say never. No, I'm just saying I don't think. I don't think. Um, someone's thought about something here. They've sent me a text saying that I've got to stop picking on your jokes, <laughs> that they think they're quite funny. You've got to understand the Roach. He's a masochist. He, lo he loves it when I pick on him. <laughs> a Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. I'm a fool. We are always late for the 4.30 news. It's 4.30 right now. Matt Randall coming up very shortly after the news. Hey, beat the boys coming up after Matt Randall as well. Your chance to win $1,000 worth of free fuel. Just taking on either Roots or myself in Beat the Boys, best of three questions, $1,000 worth of free fuel. The winner will be announced in uh, two weeks' time when we go on leave. Uh, four people have qualified, so you'd be a one in five chance at this stage. That's all thanks to Hyundai. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. We'll do that straight after Maddie Rendell. All you have to do is ring one 736 Be a part of it. And if you're looking for a new house, the two... Big properties going on sale this week for McGain Real Estate, sold by McGain again, are Rooch. Scott McFarlane has an absolute beauty right down this address, 17 Renwick Street, Flagstaff Hill. Ooh. Now, this gives you all the convenience you have in the city. 
It gives you all the beauty of a nature park because it is on the edge. It overlooks the Sturt Gorge Recreation Park. You can hear the kookaburras singing all day long. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a five-bedroom English cottage. It has so much character and warmth with loads of timber and slate and touches of lead light throughout. So summer is coming, and what better way could you find than living in this house and enjoying all the beauty while the convenience of the city. And the price, 879,000 to see it on Saturday between 1 and 1.30. See Scott there. You will not regret it. And he's a ripping bloke, Scotty McFarlane. I know him well. He will look after you. Their other big property is being sold by Rachel Farrar and Danielle Comer. It's at 25A Aldridge Avenue, Plimpton Park. It's situated on a quiet street amongst quality homes. This spacious Torrance title home, built in 2014, presents approximately 137 square metres of living space on a low-maintenance allotment, showcasing a sophisticated design throughout. It is perfect for investors and the growing young family while being close to local schools, shops, public transport options as well. The price, Roach, is 649000 to 699 Go down and have a look. Make an offer. The first open is this Sunday between 12 and 12.30. If you want more details, jump onto the McGain Real Estate website. That's why everywhere you go, there is a sign popping up saying... Sold by McGain again. And I am distancing myself from your remark about handbrake Mike Dobbin yesterday. Handbrake Dobbin. Because if he had a handbrake, he wouldn't be using it anywhere but on his hairline. Oh, Rooch, there's your third gag for the night. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. 4.37, we're live from Studio Lumo SA, thanks to Hyundai. The Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. If you've just joined us, you've missed out on Andy Marr, Phil Harper, Shane Edwards, and the big fella Matt Prendle coming up only seconds away. If you want to hear those earlier interviews, job on our podcast. That was jump on our podcast. Yes. All right, we welcome the big fella. We gave him a bit of homework yesterday. Matthew Randall, the list guru, joins us, one of the great ruckmen of the modern era. How are you, Matty? Oh, I'm good, thank you, fellas. Now, we gave you some homework. I don't know if this is easy for you or difficult. We've sort of gone through the list, but we wanted you to name the top five Ruckman since 1980. Has it been difficult? Uh, well, he told me this morning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. He said he told you yesterday. We've been talking about it for days. Oh, yes. All right. Well, well, this will be good. It'll come this off the top be... of your head. Well, it was a pretty... Made... Well, the number one was pretty No, 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 easy. no, no don't thought, do that. Don't go. We'll what? start at five. We'll uh, start at five. Yes, build it up. All right, yes. Yeah, so um, probably Scotty Wine. Yeah. Wine, yeah, yeah, a few people. Because everyone's yeah. been playing along here. Scott Wine, he's got yeah. two mentions. Kick. He's at five. What yeah. about number four? Um, geez, I've got a toss-up here. A toss-up between Wren and Cox. Um, I'll, I'll go I'll go Wren. Right, I have. And probably... Because he, well, he missed a couple of years, didn't he, with two knees? Yes, yes. yes. So you got him at four. So but who's third then? Cox at at, the, at three. And is that because he was sort of became like a ruck rover, the amount of footy that he would find? Oh, look, yeah, he, he's probably been the best runner of the last forty years. He, he could go side to side, up and down the ground. More so no than about that. He, he could so cover than, ground. More so than Jimmy Steins, in terms of running capacity. Well, 
Yeah, uh, well, very similar because Jimmy could do the same thing and he was my number two. So, um, look, I played on... I didn't play on Cox, but I played on Steins and uh, Straw by Dwyer was a great doubles combination, those two. Was, that was a tough day at the office. Um, right. But Jimmy... Yeah, Jimmy, I got sort of... I was at the end of my career and he was, you know, more um, uh, building up to it. So... And uh, your oh, number on. one. No, 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 no. Let's do this. Five, wind. Four, Wren. Wren. Three, Cox. Two, the Brownlow medalist, medalist and the late Irishman, Jimmy Steins. And at and number one. No, hang on. Now, before we get one. to it, let's just show this out a little bit, Roots. You'll be spewing because you've been bringing up Matty Primus all week. Yeah. So he may miss out, or he may be the number one. Always the debate on the Madden brothers. Yeah, so one of the Madden brothers will Todd miss out. Todd Goldstein has world records as a ruckman. Mm. Aaron mm. Sanderlin's mm. has been enormous, although people have always debated, did his hit-outs actually make any influence at all? On and many game? would say, how could you leave out Nick Nat? No pressure. Drum Nick roll. Have we number got a drum? one. Hang on, have we got a drum roll? We're, yes, we've Here got comes one coming. the drummer. And at number one in Matt Randell's list of the best ruckmen of the past 40 years is? Well, I think it's got to be Simon Madden. Um, so he had a lot of things going for him. Uh, one, he was, he was a very good tap ruckman. He could move around the ground. He read the play very well. But the other thing that he had that those other four didn't is he kicked a stack of goals as well. So he could go forward. And basically plays a full forward. He was as damaging there as he was in the ruck. So he, he had a few strings to his bow. So um, where does Paul Salmon yes, sit in that debate? Yeah, yeah well, he did, Paul Salmon played more as a full forward and mm-hmm. less as a ruck. Mm-hmm. Um, and Simon actually, Simon didn't actually started as a full forward, but ended up being a ruck. Right. Um, so, you know... Salmon did nowhere near the rucking that those other blokes did. Now, he was mainly a forward. Um, um, but, you know, you could, the argument is you could have him in there. Um, you know, Gardner's a bit stiff. Uh, mm, number one yeah. pick in the draft yeah, and, exactly. and did a PCL. He could have had a lot better career. You know, he missed uh, at, least, at least a year or two with his PCL and probably wasn't back to his best even when he went to the Saints. And then we've got Primus a bloke, who, who had the rules changed because of his influence as a ruckman. So what yeah, was your but, view you on know, him? But, yeah, well, look, he was, he was also a great ruckman. But I reckon Lade was a better tap ruckman, that is. Good point. Yeah. Lade to um, Burgoyne, how, how good had, was that? Primus was more in the Grundy mould, mm. uh, you know, the contest, uh, ball on the ground, compete, leadership, um, Type stuff, promise. Whereas um, Lade was a, if you want to look at Tap Ruckman all over the ground, not only we great at centre bounces, not great everywhere else. Lade was probably the consummate Tap Ruckman over the last 40 years of what he could do around the ground. Any other, other honourable mentions? Well, the, the only, the, yeah, there's an honourable mention because this bloke was absolutely a superstar when they played in finals, Clark Keating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was—he oh, was an absolute gun. In yeah. Finals. <laughs> yeah, we've we've got a few nominations. We've got a few nominations. Yeah. What about the durability and career of Todd Goldstein at North Melbourne? Yeah, yeah, you got to take your hat off to him. Uh, not much success in that time, no. unfortunately. Uh, Cox Premiership, Wren yeah. Premiership, 
uh, Steins Brownlows, uh, Wine Brownlow and Grand Finals, Simon Madden Premierships, mm. goal kicking. So probably didn't get to the level of those blokes. Just got a text from Luke Darcy. He's not happy with you. Uh, he was a good mobile ruckman too, but um, who are you going to take out? No, yeah, well, no, hey, we know it's going to be a tough list. Yeah, we were never going tough to challenge list. you on this. You're the expert when it comes no, to Ruckman. No, hey, the, no. the supplementary question was, and uh, we've laboured over this one. Oh, and we've had a few clever roosters out there saying, how come Trent Orman Allen didn't yeah, get a Trent nomination? Trent Orman Allen was a classic. Yeah, g'day blighty. Yeah. <laughs> um, the current, right? So as it sits now, your three best Ruckman in the competition right now, who would be number three? Uh, are we saying on this... Year or we say we're saying uh, right generally now, yeah, and right fitness. now in the competition. Well, yep. Gorn's number one. Yep. Maxi Gorn's number one. No, no one's debating that. Yeah. Yep. No uh, um, I fit Grundy's number two for me. Ooh. Where we talked about that yesterday. So Grundy still. Yeah. Um, I was tossing up Witchell Natanui. Natanui just doesn't do enough around the ground. Great exactly. at the centre bounces. Yep. Which, which does a lot of work everywhere. Mm. Uh, one of the great improvers. Doesn't really hurt you with his ball-getting uh, ability. Um, I'll be tempted to put the next big thing in as number three in Draper. Oh, uh, yeah. Ahead of Darcy. Sam Draper. I'm tempted to put him in there as three. He's certainly the next up-and-comer, could... uh, Draper. No doubt about that. He, so he's he'll, a beauty. He'll be the, so, Matt, could... yeah. The AFL very soon, we suspect, is going to endorse five on the bench. Mm. Two Ruckman come back? Um, no, I wouldn't be using it as a Ruckman. I, I would hope that you have your number one Ruckman yep. um, and then you've got a very, very competent uh, second one who can play as a key forward. Mm. Okay. Um, More run. So, And I wouldn't be using that as the, the fifth one. You've got those two there. Uh, you know, Melbourne will be a bit different yeah. with Gorn and Grundy. Grundy, and that might change what a few other clubs do as True. well when they play them. But um, I'm happy to have the two blokes in the 22 and use, use the other position for someone else. Okay. All right, I'll put my head on the chopping block. I never know which way you're going to jump, Matty, and you never hold back. Uh, in terms of the best <laughs> ruckman at the moment, if I was starting a side up like down in Tasmania, and I agree with Gorn, and Grundy's got plenty of footy left, but I, I thought Tim English came of age this year. Uh, yes, he did. He did. He's, he's, it's been a slow burn. You know, it's mm. been maybe six years. It's taken a long while to get a, a AFL body to play in the ruck, and um, I'm, I need to see another season of him in the ruck there. He did improve heaps this year. He did have some injuries as well. Um, and uh, look, he's going to obviously ruck with Lob next year. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting uh, one, and it's a it's an even interesting story about how we missed out on him at Collingwood. So, well, you weren't we'll, alone. We'll call it, we'll you weren't alone. No, 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 no. We we virtually had food dips. So yeah, well, <laughs> but yeah. don't, we, don't bring this if up. If you got with... time, it was a it was a stuff up because yeah. I was gonna, we were going to take him in the rookie draft, but he hadn't qualified because he hasn't played a waffle game yet. Ah, so okay. I arranged for our bloke over there to make. I said, play him in the last game of the year at his at his club. He said, that's Claremont, and I'll come over and watch him. But we'll we'll take him in the rookie draft because because no one was at, would have been at the game because yeah. no other team was in the finals. Yeah. 
So he turns up for training and they said, Clement said, he ain't our player. <laughs> He's South Melbourne's player. And South Melbourne didn't make the finals either. So he didn't play at all. And okay. the following year, he kills it. He kills it in the 18s as a 19-year-old. Oh, and available to everyone. Goes 18 in the draft. So it was a, it was a major stuff up. Okay. Matty, well, you haven't stuffed up tonight. We love your work. We've been talking about it all week. If those have just joined us, he's best ruckman in the last 42 years. Fifth position, Scott Wine. Fourth position, Sean Wren. Third, Dean Cox. Second, Jimmy Steins. And number one, Simon Madden. And the best three currently going round. Gorn at one, Grundy at two. And I think, was it Wicks at three? No, let's put Draper in. Let's put Draper the in. at three. Love your work, Matty. We'll chat to you again next week. Then we're on holidays. All right, boys. Okay. All See right. you, Matt. See you, Matt. Uh, hey, some good talking points out of that. We'll get to that very shortly, Roach. We've got to go to a break. Ring now. The number is one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Ring right now if you want to win $1,000 worth of free fuel with Beat the Boys, all thanks to Hyundai. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It's in stock now. All you have to do is either beat Roach or myself. You can pick who you want to be up against. And it's a best of three questions. Beat the boys. The phones are starting to ring. $1,000 worth of free fuel. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. We're live from Studio Lumo, thanks to Hyundai, tech driver Hyundai, Tucson, turbo diesel, all-wheel drive. So that means, Reach, we've got about five and a half minutes to give away possibly $1,000 worth of fuel with Beat the Boys. Um, all you have to do is ring through and, gee, the phones went crazy there. First person through was Mark from Grange. Hello, Mark. Hey, guys. How are uh, you? Oh, good, mate. I was just thinking which one I, which, which one of you guys I want. Yes, you can take on either Roach or myself. At your peril. Oh. I'm going to take the same age group. I'm going to take Roach. Oh, beautiful. The 70s. <laughs> <laughs> um, not so when you're Mark. born. Uh, yeah, I've just had the, hand, the questions handed me, Mark. All the very best. I'd love you to smash him. He got his pants pulled down last night. He was hopeless. Uh, he's, uh, he's a good... He knows his business. I know that. I like, I like, I like a challenge. Oh, well, right then. Okay, that doesn't say much for me. Uh, this is simple. All you got to do is yell out your name first after I've read the question, and away you go. It's a best of three. You go in the draw to win $1,000 worth of free fuel, thanks to Hyundai. So far, there's only four people that are qualified. That's Tony, Matt from Adelaide, Adam from Hawthorne, and Daniel. All right, I'm hoping you can be the fifth. Here we go, Mark. Ready to go, Roach? Yes. Okay. Question one, true or false, Glenn Maxwell has never played a test on Australian soil. Mark. Why you go, Mark? True. Yes, correct. He's never played a test in Australia. He's only played seven, Roach. Exactly. Yeah, all up, and now he's broken his leg. All right, question number two, get this one, and you qualify to be a chance for that $1,000 worth of free fuel. Oh, I tell you what, I can't believe this. We've been talking about I hope you've been listening to the whole show. All right, here we go. Question two. Who has scored more goals for their country? Tim Cahill or Sam Kerr? Roach. Oh, Roach. <laughs> Roach has got in quick on that one. Kerr 61. 
Yes. Scale 50. Yeah, so it we is were talking about it earlier. Damn that. That's oh, 1 1. All right. That's exciting now. A little bit of music. Oh. Here we go. Oh, this is, you're a chance here. You're a chance here because Roots drifts off a lot during our show. Do I ever? <laughs> All right. Final question. Good luck, Marky Poo. Who do the Adelaide 36ers play tomorrow night? Roach. Oh, oh, no, no, I'm going to win. How do you know this? Melbourne United. Oh, he got you, Mark. I'm sorry, Mark. No, I got you. I've got you. Yeah. I feel awful, Mark. No, he doesn't. He's fist pumping. No, fist, he's fist I, I love it. it. Sorry, Mark. I'm, I'm, honoured that you, I'm honoured that you beat me. No, no, no. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> oh, look, I'll, okay, I'll, thanks. Good on you, Mark. Look, Can I'll, we do I'll, a best of five? No, Roach. Stop trying to make out you're nicer than what you are. <laughs> if you're really sincere about <laughs> it, there, there's Mark's numbers on the screen. <laughs> Ring him afterwards and buy him a beer. I will. Or a coffee. Why not? Well, <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Or do you want me to really answer why not? <laughs> because you never buy anything. <laughs> hey, so uh, it sits at four. Tony, Matt, Adam and uh, Daniel. Big game coming up Friday night. Really looking forward to it, Roach. The Crows taking on Brisbane. Now, it's not everyone's thing and we're not trying to push it down anyone's throat, the OFLW. I think it's brilliant. It is. This is going to be a game. It is. This is the team that's looking to create history against the team that has been superb this year. So how many will attend Metricon? We know if it was in Brisbane, there would be a bigger crowd if it was at the Gabba. How many? I'm thinking four to five. Really? Yeah. Well, have a look at what we've had so far. And we are remembering that 50,000 at the first AFLW Grand Final that we saw at Adelaide Oval, and we were absolutely delighted to see the way Adelaide engaged. But we didn't get... A major crowd. Well, it was 18, wasn't it? The grand final last year. Mm. There is. Yeah, but we're coming post COVID, though. Yeah, there That's is a post COVID. Yeah. Different market. I'll be disappointed if there's not eight to 10 there. Mm. Well, they but don't seem been mucked to... around with. I know. Where was it going to be played? All That's this the question. Stuff. Who wins tomorrow here at the Adelaide Oval and how many will turn up? And That's why, is a the, great why, why is the one day game on a Thursday? An international clash like that on a Thursday when it's not school holidays yet? That's a good question. Why, Why it wouldn't it be on a Friday and they'd guarantee 50,000? Look, maybe they'll still get it. It's Australia and England. What a very good question. Is this controlled by TV or not? Well, is this, is this have the some sign of our time? I would imagine. But yeah. ticket sales have been slow, Kim. And even the English have admitted they've struggled to get themselves up for it after mm. being so focused on the T20. That's a that's a really good question. Why Thursday? Yeah. Well, I'm only saying it. My accountant said that to me. Why is it on a Thursday? Would have gone yet, if it was Friday or Saturday. And yet we talk about Thursday night footy. Different sort of time scale. But mm-hmm. Well, it's very much for TV, Thursday night footy. Yeah. Well, it's a very good... It should have been Friday. Yeah, well, I'd like to think. Uh, the eyes of the world will be on us. It's a best of three. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd like to think there'll be over 40,000 there. Hey, thank you for everything this week. We've I got a short week. We're horrible. not on tomorrow because of the cricket. And uh, we have Fridays off at this time of the year. So we'll be back uh, Monday. Roochie text has come through. Well done, Roochie. The first port victory for months. And I don't feel good about it. Oh, God. You I were, don't. You were figured. You're about, oh, I don't know if I can say that. You're about as sincere as Marilyn Monroe. Um, no, I won't go there. All right. <laughs> really? Yes, yeah. Come wow. on, Rich. You, you love winning. Good right. everyone. Good night, everyone.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.